Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. Oh, Bradley, you wanted to talk to me about something, and you said don't click on it. Don't click! Don't read it yet. It's I want to ask you questions. No, it's not dirty, actually. Sometimes we'll say, like, don't look because I don't want you to get in trouble on your work computer. But <laughs> this is not one of those stories, Dawn. Sure. I think we do have one of those stories later. But um, today I wanted to talk to you because I know you love TV. I love TV. Who doesn't listen to this or who listens to the station that doesn't love TV? Mike, you love TV. Love TV. When I say linear TV to you, what does that mean? Um, uh, TV on network TV? That's yeah, sorry, like a, broadcast, a uh, okay. ba- basically good old-fashioned, you know, over-the-air waves broadcast TV. I guess we don't say over-the-air waves anymore because technically that's not a thing. Airwaves. Okay. Remember when there were airwaves and then there's not anymore? <laughs> now it's like digital. Anyway, technology is not here to get us confused. Sure. Technology is here to make us watch things. I came across... Uh, some statistics that I thought you might find interesting. And normally when you say to somebody, I found some statistics you might find interesting, people go, oh, I don't think so. But oh, when it comes I, to I TV, like it. when it comes to TV, we have some news from our friends over at Nielsen about people's television viewing habits. And for the very first time, linear TV, that is good old fashioned broadcast television, has sunk below 50% as mm. streaming soars so that is the first time that both broadcast and cable television combined uh account for less than 50 percent of people's television usage okay i would i'm surprised it's that high i thought more people would be streaming no in fact um it's still it is still 49% like 49.6% is the total but that is the first time ever that that 40 that less than 50% threshold it has been the case up until this very point that at least 50% of the world was watching either cable or broadcast television and for the very first time that dipped below third uh, like i said 50% now that said uh how much do you think streaming accounts for so cable, I'm just going to give you the numbers quickly. Cable, 29.6%. Broadcast, 20%. Uh, then we have what is called other oh. and streaming. Do you want to guess is how much of the like pie? YouTube or? Other, you... no. Actually, YouTube would be considered streaming. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, isn't it, isn't other... it just 50%? I mean. No. It's not 50% Mm-mm. streaming? Nope. 40%. Nope. 37%. Higher. 
39%. Lower. 38%. 38 38.7%. Okay. So 38.7% of streaming, which is actually huge. So again, that for streaming, previous uh, or based on, you know, previous numbers, that is a huge increase. Therefore, um, we now know that streaming has the largest chunk overall, well, by a factor of what, eight, nine points, eight, nine percentage points, streaming is the most popular. When you break apart streaming, and by the way, I don't know what the 11.6% other is. I don't either. What could it be that it's not streaming, broadcast, mm. What Maybe you get a VCR tape. That's what I was going to say. Is it like a DVD? Oh, is yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah. Watching a Who DVD. Who are those people? A... Paul McGuire Grimes. <laughs> yeah. He, our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes, he watches a lot of DVDs. Yeah. Um, but let's let's break apart streaming because this is the piece that I found particularly, particularly interesting. What is What would you say is the streamer that you guys watch the most? What streaming service do hmm. you watch the most? I would say Netflix for me. Okay. Unfortunately. Netf- Why do you say unfortunately? You know, I don't love like how they're treating actors right now and, oh. and all well, of that. Does this not apply to all of them? Yeah. Okay. So Netflix. In particular. Was Mike- Max now because of Yellowstone? It's Peacock. We're watching a lot of Peacock. Wow. How about you? Um, I would say right now it's a toss up between Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Max. Okay. So, do you want to know what the most popular streamer is? And the one that has the largest share yes. of that 38.7%? Tell us. What do you think? Um, it's not fun if I just tell you. Okay. Disney Plus. No. Disney Plus. No. I think it's Hulu. You think it's Hulu? Yeah. I think it's Netflix. You think it's Netflix? Mm-hmm. Netflix, Hulu. You're both wrong. Ooh. Here, I'm going to give you one of these. Mike, I'm playing the game show. <laughs> Did you say Tubby? Yeah, I think it's Tubby. Tubi. I know. I like to say Tubby, though. Uh, Tubby gets 1.4% <laughs> of the share. You know what's fascinating? Yeah. So does Max. What? 1.4. One? No. Yeah. Do you know what Disney gets? Uh, 10? 2.0. Oh. Do you know what Hulu gets? What are you going to say? 3.6. It does. Is it nice. Pull that out of your case. I just did. I've been staring what at you this you whole time. What are you guys doing? Mind melting? Yep, we just did. Netflix? 4.7. 4.1. No. Ah, oh, darn it. Five, Netflix actually eight, is eight. the second on the list. The second? Mm-hmm. It is not number one. Of the total pie Prime. of people streaming, uh, the streaming pie, that's 38.7% overall, the number one streamer is not Netflix. Prime. It is not Prime. Prime gets 3.4%. So right around Hulu territory. What was Netflix? Did Netflix 8.5. 8.5. So there's somebody who gets it's fully 9.2%. Got to be YouTube. Dang! YouTube. Yeah, YouTube is the largest streamer by far. 9.2% followed by Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Disney, Max, Tubi, Peacock. Peacock's at like 1.1 <laughs> along with Roku. Paramount Plus, and Pluto. So really, truly, that puts into perspective, I thought, this sort of true picture of what we're all watching and how much we're watching on different... Mm. It shows, because I don't even think people think about YouTube, but 
Think about how ubiquitous YouTube really is. It's everything. You I mean, need to change your tire? YouTube. You I want to learn how to sing? YouTube. One of the first things I do in the morning is look at YouTube because it now knows what news I like. Oh. And so, like, I get clips from, like, local and, okay. and other news sources. about, And then I can choose the stories I want to watch. I see. And then also, you can't forget and about YouTube TV. Pardon? Uh, yeah, bread making videos. Um, but, yeah, YouTube... YouTube TV, you can sign up for that and you can get um, a bunch of cable channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm, this is, I don't know videos. if that's part of the, the streaming calculus, but um, this, this just looks at streaming. So mm-hmm. you show up, you click on something, you watch. Right. So again, pretty fascinating. 9.2% for YouTube, followed by Netflix at 8.5. I can't tell you the last time we watched a show on Netflix, which is really? weird. You know how you just forget that there are services out there and you're so used to like, because we were watching The Bear, that's on Hulu. We were watching yeah. Shrinking, that's on Apple TV+. Plus. Apple TV+, Plus, by the way, doesn't even rank. Yeah, I wouldn't say so. There's nothing. I mean, I watch Shrinking, and uh, but I never got into there's, anything else. Yeah, I mean, there's there are some really good award-winning shows on Apple TV+. Plus. They just don't have, you know... I mean, even HBO Max, which that? spends incredible amounts of money on marketing, has 1.4% of the streaming pie. Oh, my gosh. I know a lot of people actually listen to music on YouTube. That's what I used to do to listen to music, you know. Sure, they have a whole free. music service, actually. Right. Um, before I just got Spotify, and I was like, I'm going to pay for this now so actually my boyfriend pays for it and i'm on his family plan for what spotify yeah yeah you can do that we have a family plan for spotify now so this is interesting because everybody's fighting for a bigger piece of the pie and they're spending so much money but they're only getting that small i mean netflix is getting a substantial more than some of these other ones but that is really interesting. Well, the 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 so eight point five percent for Netflix. The next person in line at number three is Hulu. Okay. At three point six, so there's a huge gap between the audience on Hulu and Netflix. Yet they're number two and three. I will say other, which includes everybody else, is at about five percent. So can you still watch Hulu for free? You used to be able to do that, like not have an account and you can watch Hulu. I think there's at like right we have the. Ad supported. And there's no, also- I mean like completely free. Like I watched an entire British series, like 15 seasons of something for yeah. free on Hulu. I think they still have that. The only thing is you it's a very select material. There's very okay. select things. They kind of do it like Pluto, Pluto, Pluto. where you can only watch certain things. Sure. There'll still be ad supported, but you don't have to necessarily pay for it. Gotcha. Got it. Okay. Just to give you a little context, though, uh, according to some research I just found, uh, they made five, they being HBO Max, who has that tiny little piece of the pie, 1.4, still made $526 million in in app revenue from the iOS store alone last year. Interesting. So that's how big that tiny little or that huge pie is when that tiny little fraction is still half a billion. Which gives you an indication, again, if you're, you know, looking at the overall, it's only 38.7% of people's television consumption comes from streaming. So it's still in the minority, right? Mm -hmm. But when you look at the, what else is available, those are, it's just like there are other, other options out there, but those options don't compare at all. I mean, cable is the next closest at 29%. So roughly 30% of people are still, you know, 30% of that streaming or, Television pie is still cable. Okay. 
and 40% roughly is streaming. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Some uh, updates in TV viewing habits. But when we come back, Dawn has some updates in celebrity matchmaking. Apparently, somebody thinks that Tom Cruise and Sofia Vergara should be dating. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah? true. You going to yeah. tell us about it when we come I back? I sure am. Fabulous. Right here on Mike. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Do me a favor. Head to wearealight.org. That's a website. That'll tell you all about the great work a Twin Cities-based organization called Alight is doing around the world. And Alight has been not only based in our community for decades, but they've been spread out across the globe, helping folks who are displaced. Displaced simply just means not uh, where you live. Frankly, you've had to leave everything you have behind because of war, conflict, famine, and increasingly things like climate change. Now, Alight's team spreads out across the globe to help folks who are displaced for all of those reasons. But that work uh, can only be done thanks to people like you. And in the last few years, my talkers specifically have uh, helped out graciously with hundreds of thousands of dollars of support to help Alight continue that work. To learn more about that work and help yourself, head to wearealight.org. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, My Talk 107.1. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, coming up next, we'll do dream interpretation. But before that, we have to get into a possible relationship that people are wanting to happen Oh, between Tom Cruise and Sofia Vergara. Um, so they're both single. Sophia and Vergara. Sofia Vergara and Tom Cruise today? Yeah, they do, because they actually did date in 2005, and what? then he ended up with Katie Holmes. Now, you might not remember this because it was 2005, and, you know, hey, a lot of time has passed. But this celebrity matchmaker thinks that um, they could be getting back together. And that he is pining away for Sophia and has never forgotten their okay. connection. Well, that's not true. But uh, <laughs> why, who is this alleged celebrity matchmaker and why does she think that? Uh, let's see. This matchmaker's name is... Uh, one moment. Let me find that here. Her name is She's, One Moment. Um, so she is with The Mirror, which is a very reputable, reputable source. Uh, the Daily the Mirror. The tabloid? The tabloid, oh. The Mirror, okay, yes. Yeah. Um, so this is basically um, just a way for them to make up something to have a story. But I wanted to discuss the possibility of what that would look like. Of Sofia Vergara and Tom Cruise dating? Yes, yes. I'm just curious why somebody would think that just because they allegedly supposedly dated in 2005, which, by the way, I do not remember um why they would i feel like she's way too much her own person and would not want any part of the just completely overwhelming <laughs> personality that is hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline families have a lot going on 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tom Cruise. Well, the matchmaker in, in particular talked to the Nikki Swift website and, you know, wanted to let people know that a source told them that Tom Cruise is pining away for her. Now, Sophia was raised Catholic and ultimately decided she didn't want to convert to Scientology. And, um, you know. That was kind of the kiss of death for this relationship. And now he might be considering, since he can't get anyone to date him because Scientology, he might be willing to date somebody who isn't going to convert. This is, I'm assuming, what the matchmaker is alleging. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Now, Again, I don't think anybody who has like their own faith is going to want to go anywhere near Scientology, whether you're Catholic, uh, Protestant, Jewish, Muslim, like if you've got your own faith right. or you read books and watch movies, you might be a little skeptical of the practitioners of that particular faith that Tom Cruise aligns himself with. That's correct. But if they did date, let's just speculate. What would he like? Let's say he convinces her to go out on a date with him. Okay. What would they talk about? What would he bring up? And what would she bring up? What would they bring up? God, I mean, Tom Cruise would be talking about himself the entire time, and Sophia Vergara would be rolling her eyes and thinking, I can't believe this man is so far up his own <laughs> ego. Okay, all right. Uh, matchmaker Susan Trombetti is her name. Okay. Uh, she is the CEO of Exclusive Matchmaking, and um, they, you know, she thinks that they have a lot of things that they're, they're what compatible. What does she think that's compatible? Um, well, that... When it comes to Tom and Sophia dating, she says it's clear he would be willing to go out with her. He totally has the hots for her, and <laughs> well, I mean, their chemistry would be off would the, the charts. Uh, he, she also, you know, compares like, listen, he don't forget that after Nicole Kidman, Tom dated Penelope Cruz, who is another sexy woman. <laughs> they would. Uh, <laughs> she's a bombshell. He really loves, you know, sexy, women. sexy bombshells like he fancies yeah. himself being with a sexy bombshell. He's not just going to date anybody. Yeah, I also think she's too old for him, meaning oh. he would want someone who's younger. I mean, if we so like if you go back and look at the women that he's dated in the past, I mean, Katie Holmes. And then remember, there was this whole do you remember Nazanin? Bon, uh, what was her last name? But. I don't remember how to pronounce her last name, but Nazanin Banani, I think is her name. Anyway, she was in the church. She's a up-and-coming actress, oh. and she was one of the women who allegedly tried out to oh, be yeah, he had his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Um, or that, you know, the church had sort of allegedly auditioned Nazanin Bonani. I think that's her name. I don't know. You guys can Google it. Because the church but, wants him to pick someone who's obviously a Scientologist. But yeah, well, because again, look what happened with his previous relationships. You've got women who were not in the Church of Scientology or were not amenable to the tenets of that particular faith. That is uh, Nicole Kidman and Katie Holmes, mm-hmm. right? Right. And before that, who was the one before that? I can't mm. remember. Oh, gosh. Anyway, moral of the story is I feel like at this point, He's not going to date a woman who's 
not in Scientology. And I feel like they have worked very hard to get actresses of all kinds. And he would want to date like a, you know, an up and coming actress who's also a Scientologist because then he doesn't have to worry about, you know, I don't know the woman like waking up one morning and getting a burner phone and taking her (laughs) child and running away. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Sophia, by the way, also she's Susan uh, Trombetti says loves pearly whites. A healthy set of teeth that are really nice, and Tom has them. Oh, God. This I mean, woman I'm bringing so... you this story because it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. This woman is clearly, like, trying to make money on whatever services she's selling. But she also has insiders that say that he wants to make a love connection with her again. So, she has insiders. Yeah, she has okay. insiders because she's a celebrity matchmaker, <laughs> yeah. and she's heard through the grapevine that he wants I don't know. to what give do you her think? a call. What do you think? Um, I think that um, I want the best for both of them, and I'm here for it because it would give us celebrity gossip stories. Celebrity gossip is what we are here for yes. 24-7. That is for sure on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And when we continue from that publationship to, oh, the publationships of your dreams, our very own Dreamweaver Dawn will interpret your dreams when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley here for my friends at Dakota Dental. You know, look, I get it. Dakota or Dakota Dental, frankly, is where I go to get my teeth taken care of. And dental issues overall can be very, very annoying. Not to mention painful. I have had my fair share of dental pain throughout my life. I've had fillings fall out, crowns crack, definitely one toothache too many. But there is a hope, a solution for you, my friends at Dakota Dental. The next time something pops out uh, or up, I want you to do what I do. Just call the professionals at Dakota Dental. They're going to work to get you scheduled on their calendar as soon as possible. And sometimes if, you know, there's an appointment that they can't get you on right away, maybe there's a waiting list, just give them a call and tell them you want to get in as quickly as possible. Um, If you've got a dental emergency, they're usually able to get you in pretty darn quick. I've seen it firsthand myself. There's no need to walk around with tooth pain or discomfort. Let the team at Dakota Dental fix your problem today at dakotadental.com. On my talk 1071, uh, all things entertainment, and we love to get your dreams. You can email us, and then I interpret them on Wednesdays. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? We've got a fresh crop of dreams for you listeners. She'll tell you later in the show how you can submit your dream to be interpreted. All right. We're going to start today with Dan. Dan sent Dawn his dream, and it goes a little something like this. Sorry, I got emotional. Dear Dawn, the recurring theme of my dreams is always the ominous, dark, swirling storm clouds forming nearby, and we need to get everyone to shelter. Started as a kid, even before the movie Twister. Back then, the locations and people were familiar, most home and family. But lately, it's darn near everywhere. Places I've never been before. A shopping mall, a school, someone's lakeside cabin, even on a tractor on a field road in the middle of nowhere with faces and people I don't recognize. A race against time and almost always waking 
just before the actual impact hits. P.S. I never had a little dog named Toto or actually witnessed a live (laughs) tornado event with my own eyes, although that would be thrilling. Don't say that, Dan. Oh, I see. Well, that says a lot. The last sentence there. Okay, so Dan, when you dream about tornadoes, storm clouds, impending doom, um, that is actually you're dreaming about your own inner turmoil and drama. Um, And you're also gathering all different parts of yourself to sort of observe the drama because some of these people are unfamiliar to you and those are just unfamiliar parts of yourself Hmm. but you feel like that even as so you had to protect a certain part of yourself from this inner turmoil in this pain and this confusion that you felt okay and i would ask you just to examine what happened in your childhood that started this uh a lot of times people that have Unfortunately, their parents went through divorce, dream about storms and tornadoes, and it started when they were a kid. So it's something that's beyond your control that you see is coming. It's such a big looming thing, and that causes inner turmoil turmoil within yourself. Um, Or maybe you had a lot of pressure on you to be like uh, the the spelling bee the scripts spelling bee winner and so you were put in a position where there were a lot of emotions that you didn't know how to handle and you're trying to protect the other parts of yourself from that thing that happened and then if it did happen in early childhood you remember that it's like um it's like a, a pathway in your brain that you keep going to it's almost i would say like ptsd those moments where you felt the most unsafe and anytime you're in a situation where you don't feel unsafe you're going to start dreaming about tornadoes and um and inner turmoil again um and then you say that now it's popping up in other areas those are just other places in your mind like the shopping mall the school it's like you're feeling these panicked feelings when you're trying to um just learn something new you go oh god oh god i don't know this is making me feel really unsafe mm-hmm. you're not you're not letting other people know about it though and that's the thing like if you start opening up up uh, to a therapist or somebody like to, not to get too personal but if there is if there are things within you that you've never discussed before i would maybe talk to somebody you trust about it and see how it impacts your life right now and then try to work through those things. Now, sometimes you can dream about tornadoes and things that it's not the same interpretation. Can you right. talk about times when tornadoes are actually the other side of the spectrum? Yes. Yeah, so if you are watching a tornado come and it is thrilling to you and you're excited, you kind of like to um, <laughs> inner like drama and turmoil kind of like get you going. You like to stir the pot. Yeah. And that's fine. Like some yeah, but people you also, like, I remember once drama. upon a time, you also, there was another interpretation that you had where it was like, they're off in the distance. Okay. Yeah. That is something where you're observing just the drama around you. Got and it. it kind of like people are like, Ooh, the, I'm here well, for that. I've Get had the popcorn. Twister dreams. I'm never like freaked out or scared. Yeah. But I'm like, holy crap. That is, and it's way off in the distance usually. Yeah. But that is you removing that from yourself. And you do like celebrity gossip and you yeah, like the drama you of like, yeah. From you know, a watching other people's from a <laughs> exactly. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, right. I have had dreams where I'm like trying to ride the wave of the wind. Like, oh, there's fun. the tornadoes, and I have like a kite, yeah. and I'm trying to sail up into it. I mean, come Sailing. on, drama queen. Yes. Take me <laughs> so, away. Dan. Yeah. All right, uh, Dan. I hope that helped. If not, 
um, see your therapist uh, because Dawn is not a certified therapist. <laughs> no, I'm but not. We do have another person named Dawn. Yes, another you, Dawn who yes. sent us an email. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Dawn says, "Dear Dawn, my daughter has had two dreams that confuse her. One, she was arrested and put in jail, and someone complimented her hair. Another, she had a small, or excuse me, a multicolored dog named Fletcher." When I was in my 20s, I had a dog named Fletcher. He was all black. My daughter is 16. All right. Well, it's hard for me to interpret someone yeah. else's dream because okay. you don't know what's going on in her mind and what's happened in her day. Because I don't know about you, but I didn't tell my parents everything when I was 16. Yeah. I can tell you the first dream about um, being arrested and put in jail and someone complimented her hair. There is something that her inner authority is telling her you shouldn't think about that. Okay, so she's thinking about things that she feels guilty for thinking about them. And so she's putting herself in jail for it Mm. because thoughts, uh, when you dream about hair, those are your thoughts. So within that space, she's like, it's okay to think about this. But really, she doesn't feel great about thinking about these things. And maybe it's anxiety and stress. It could be a number of things. Uh, so that would be that dream. And then her dreaming about a dog, it doesn't matter if it's multicolored or if you had a dog named Fletcher, she's just picking that out of her, you know, just the, in in her mind, like dogs that she's heard about. Sure. A dog is a habit. So she's dreaming about a habit. Um, I mean, we don't really know, like, how did she feel about the dog? Those are the kind of things that I need to know when you email me a dream. Like, was the dog biting her? Is the dog leading her down a path? Is the dog smiling or, you know, morphing into a person? So just the dog in general is a habit Okay, that she's dreaming about. Dogs are habits. That's animals right. habits or just dogs? Animals are habits, except yeah. there are some specific animals that represent other things. Like a horse is your will. Um, a snake is your creativity. What about Fish an is your spirituality. I would say that is a habit that um, is, I mean, Hiding. Arm, armadillos, they have a tough outer shell. Hmm. So it's something that it's a habit that you protect. And, well, and they like to roll know. up in a ball when danger approaches. That's right. And just roll down the hill. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> All right, Dawn. So far, um, these are titillating. Dan, from sure. Dan to Dawn to, should we move on to another dream that a listener has sent you? Yes. Fabulous. Uh, Dear Dawn, last night's dream took place in my grandmother's house, a place where I considered a comforting home when I was a child. I was getting married, and I could hear guests arriving in the next room. One woman, who I did not recognize from my waking life, was loudly gossiping and complaining. I stepped into that room to confront her and told her she needed to keep her mouth shut. (laughs) Keep your mouth shut, (laughs) ma'am. Then she tried to complain to me. But I put my finger in her face and told her to (laughs) shut her mouth. She eventually gathered up her friends and left. I felt satisfied and relieved. Oh, my gosh. I love this dream, Lauren. Um, It has a lot of very clear symbols to it. When you dream about a house, you're dreaming about a frame of mind. So this is a comfortable frame of mind that you can get yourself into. It's familiar to you. Maybe it's a place, depending on what you do, maybe it's a place where you like to be creative or it's a frame of mind where you feel most at home and comfortable. Um, And then what's great is that this getting married... When you have a bride and a groom in a dream or getting married, that is uh, basically your subconscious mind and your conscious mind coming together to 
create a unit Mm. that will eventually form new ideas. So these are things that you've been ruminating on and you know that your inner self is able to make a connection to your outer self to create new things. Yeah. So that the marriage is the coming together, your conscious and subconscious mind. Um, It also can be represented in like the water meeting the shore on a beach. That's Mm. the same symbol um, because water is conscious life experiences. So this is a good thing because when we create new things, that all comes from our inner self. Everything you see on this table. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here was an idea that somebody thought up out of their mind. They had an idea for a light bulb and they came up with it, you know. So um, this is a good place to be because some people never get to make that connection that from inside of themselves, they can create new things in their life. So it's very freeing. What's the thing about the finger in the face? Shut up. Oh, okay. Yes. Moving on to that. I forgot about that part. Uh, That is a part of her that she's unfamiliar with. So when she gets in this creative state of mind that she's familiar with and likes, there's a part of her that um, is that woman. She's putting her finger in her own face because there's a part of her that doesn't want to go along with this. The Mm. stubborn part, the one that says, I'm too comfortable doing this thing right here. And that would be (sighs) focusing on things that are nonproductive. Okay. Probably. So, So, yeah. Kick her her out of the wedding. You don't even know her. Yeah. She's like somebody's third aunt. But I always think I'm always surprised that in our dreams, we, we, we don't get to just like, you know, it's not like video games. Like we can't just, you know, like, you know, do things. What do you mean? You know, like, instead of saying, you need to get out of here, just, like, push her out. Bye. Well, you can. Because it's you not start, real. Yeah, you can if you start, I mean, I know like, if you're dreaming like, and you can you can Intentionality, you can sort of, you can sort of make happen. But generally speaking, right, the impulse is to just. And that's just like a, a report that your soul is giving you. Like, yeah. in the last 24 to 48 hours, you had a moment where you were trying to create something new. But then there was another part of yourself, Lauren, that stopped you from doing that. And so it says, see this? This is a reflection of what happened. What are you going to do now? She walked into the room. Why are you here? Yes. The woman yes. didn't have an answer, so she kicked her out. <laughs> Dawn, thank you so much for all yes. of those interpretations. How can listeners send you their dreams for interpretation? Well, they can send them. Go to mytalk1071.com, and they can um, find my name on our show page. And next week, I will be reading Tiffany's Dream, Kathy's Dream, Deb, and maybe Ooh, gosh, we have Jeannie and Kristen. Okay. So coming up in the next month, sure. maybe at the fair, we'll get to Jeannie and Kristen. So hang tight. Put dream in the title. When we come back, if you could travel back in time to one particular historical scene or moment, what would it be?
Ooh, we're going to time travel when we come back right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my time. It's time to get a little weird on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, thank you for joining us. My Talk 1071. We are going to talk about a favorite topic of mine, which is time travel. Time travel. Dawn, if you could travel and listeners, feel free to join the conversation um, after you call for that <laughs> those tickets. Uh, we'll, we'll open the phone lines again in a bit. But if you could travel back in time to one particular historical scene or moment, what would it be Dawn? Mm. You're probably wondering why we're asking. Uh, yeah, why are you asking? Why Thanks are you for here? Asking why we're asking? That's why we're asking. Yeah, because I just found this survey online, and I was like, "This is actually interesting." And mm. by the way, I just want to travel into the past. And who doesn't, right? If if I gave you the chance, if I said, "Dawn, go through that door, and mm-hmm. you can go to any place in time and space," Maybe. where would it be, Dawn? Does it have to be historical to everyone? Or can it just be mean? a part of if my life? If it's part of history, it's part of history, man. Right. It's I your mean, choice. Just like back when Time machine's I... going where you want it. Where are we going? Okay. My daughter is three, and I'm back there oh, with her. That's because adorable. you just can't ever get that time back. So, And oh. I did have to work a lot, and so I would like to just you know, have a day. That is adorable. Now, if I were to ask you like uh, something that's maybe more famous. Sure, I can tell you. Which would be? I would be with Marilyn Monroe. On the night that she died. Oh, God! Why did you have to get so dark? <laughs> well, I mean, what what do you want me to say? Like, uh, I don't want I don't you know. to say anything. I'm just I want you to say what you actually how want. She was feeling. I'm just reacting to your answer. And I want to know what happened. Yeah. So you feel like you would learn one of history's great mysteries. That is correct, or learn yes. The, the, what happened. Yes. That's and interesting. I'd want to go back to medieval times because I'm a real nerd. Well, I'm glad that you said that because I wanted to share with you some of the answers that people actually gave. By the way, you can send us an email or a tweet or uh, give us a call if you can get through on the phones. Although, you know, please stand by. Uh, but when people were asked this very question about historical scenes that they would choose to visit, mm-hmm. 46% said. 46% said the same thing? No. Oh. I haven't told you what they said. I'm about to. <laughs> okay. 46% said they would choose to travel to. Can you guess? Um, Ooh, you're not going to guess. It's fine. Oh, Area it, 51? No, spacecraft? no. That's you, girl. Oh. <laughs> Ancient Egypt. Oh, I like that answer. People want to see how the pyramids are made. Um, maybe they want to see what King Tut was really like before he left the Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? ancient Egypt is just the time period. Yeah, so the historical okay. scenes travelers would most likely visit. 46% said ancient Egypt. Another, well, one a little closer to home. 46% also said the American Revolution. <sighs> oh, I, I, I sense some hesitation in your voice, John. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I mean scary, but okay. Why are you hesitating? You, you just not something you'd want. Well, to don't do. get stuck there. You know what I mean. Stay out of the way of gunfire. Oh, yeah. We don't, don't want to get be on an open road or. They're anything. just going to sit behind a tree and watch <laughs> things unfold. People also said the golden age of Greece. Oh, was that whenever? Mm-hmm. The, Gladiators and. Well, that'd be Rome. Oh, so what? I'm assuming you know Greece. You know mm-hmm. they're maybe wrestling. Mm. Or, uh, you know. Yeah, the golden age. Yeah, the golden age. I don't really know much about ancient Greece. Uh, what I do know is 38% said the Viking age. 
Oh. I, I'm sorry. I just listened to a whole podcast about what Viking religion was actually like, Ooh. and I don't want to get anywhere close to those people. No offense no, to the late seriously. Vikings. Terrifying. I get it. The Viking Terrifying. show? Terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, 36% said uh, Renaissance Italy. Oh. 28% said World War II Europe. You guys, no. I don't think oh. you really want to do that. No. I get the appeal. like Appeal in the sense of like it is a period of time that so much happened and has gripped our attention for decades because of the history that it represents, right? Yeah. And the, the sort of... I don't know, formation of the world as we know it today. But again, like you, I'd be like, be very careful where you choose to land. I, I just, yeah, I think that I would never be the same. Mike, if you could go anywhere back in time, do you have a particular historical moment or area scene that you would like to visit? Yeah, I would be sitting to the left of Wild Bill Hickok at oh. the table. When oh, he of shot. course you would. Yep, that yes. would be my choice. Up in Deadwood. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love the uh, Wild West, late 1800s. And yeah, talk about not getting stuck somewhere. I mean, I'm sure there's... Oh, God. It's not clean. I'm sure it really stunk in there. But just the idea of sitting in a pub, gambling, playing poker with Wild the Hickok would be pretty cool. I do feel like we would all... If, if time travel is ever possible, and mm-hmm. by that I mean... It's probably not possible because if it was, no. it would have already happened. Yeah, I don't think so. Right? Like we would have seen it. Yeah. But unless aliens remember, have the technology, no, I think it's ghosts. I think ghosts are actually just yeah. little blips from people from the future. I'm not going to um, say that that isn't true or think or think you're stupid for that. You just don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Thank you, Don. You're very Maybe kind. Bigfoot um, is a time traveler. Stop it. Okay. From a long time. Do you want to know where I want to go? Thanks for asking. It's fine. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Where um, do you want to go? I have been reading a, a book on one of my favorite topics in history which is the roman empire because it's just to me such a fascinating time period right Mm -hmm. but specifically uh i think like there are all these because i really want to know like right now i'm listening to this whole the essentially the narrative from augustus through to the end of the julio claudian emperors like you know Mm -hmm. um augustus tiberius like if you've ever seen there's a great british television show and it escapes me now because, you know, recall is hard for me, uh-huh. but it's based on the lives of the Caesars, the book. Mm-hmm. And it's such a fascinating, like you want to talk about like drama and tabloid gossip and rumors and innuendo with murder. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great, a great moment in time. But again, like all previous moments in history, I don't know that I really want to be there. Like I want to be in a bubble. And watch, sure. but I don't Do know that I want to like. No, okay, uh, because that's a you know, whole other topic. things are going to smell weird. People aren't. You're not going to understand people. There's no technology. They don't have flushing toilets. Although the Romans did have a pretty good setup, plumbing mm-hmm. wise. But you know what I mean? Like, I think if we, if and when we ever do have the technology, if that actually does come to pass, I just feel like it would have to be so limited. Because I think it would be terrifying. I mean, it would only terrifying. Be, it would it would be only for the rich. Yeah, but you know, I don't. I mean, I, yeah, but I'm just saying. I just think it would the experience would be so disturbing. In the last year, if you could go back to a day, what would it be? The last year. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? I don't know. Just waste all that time and money I'm for expanding my. Waste all the time and money because the time. <laughs> 
to go back to sometime this year? I, well, I'd be on a cruise. Are you kidding me? Okay, good answer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good answer. You? Good answer. Um, I would be in the last year probably back to hanging out with my daughter. I know that's a popular answer for me, but yeah, you know, well, she's a business owner and she doesn't have a lot of time to vacation with me anymore or pretty much do anything. Yeah, well, that's business. totally understandable. Mike, is there uh, another place you'd like to go back in time and space? Just this year? Sure. I would say my wedding. So oh, I could watch it again from oh, above. So sweet. Oh. I might say you might save that like in 20 years or something, then you yeah. can go back. Okay, because right? I think it'll be more a little too fresh. But right? I thought it was in the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Otherwise, yeah. it would be the start of uh, my time with you two. Oh, oh my god, he, had to he just say gets that. sweeter and sweeter. You're a keeper. Thanks. Uh, um, I again, if if uh, and we can post this list of the top travel destinations for 2024. Yes, it's already up there. Do you know that um, of the places on Earth today that people would want to go to, what was number one on the list? What was it? Do you want to guess? Uh, countries. Think of countries. Oh, that they want to go to that yep. they could just not have to worry about There's three about that it. tied for first for top travel destinations. Three Paris. countries. That would be a city, but uh-huh. what about France. the country? France. Yep, that was one of the ones that tied for first. Um, How about, oh gosh. Uh, Italy. Um, no, that was oh, well. further down on the list. Mexico, Canada, South and Africa. France. Oh, Mexico, Canada, and France. Those Canada. are at the top three countries for American top travel destinations well, for 2024. Awesome. All right, when we come back from tra- time travel to another very important topic, nude guys in a window. <laughs> what? I'm going to tell you the weirdest story of the day when we come back.